Hey, this is Jeff Reagan with the band Catalyst. You're listening to Project Dark. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Project Dark Corona. Coming to you live from an undisclosed location, deep within the underground bunker of Project Dark Corona headquarters. With your hosts, David and Jason, bringing you the unknown, Project Dark Corona Radio. All right, we're back for another exciting week. Exciting. Exciting. Um, you know, normally we, we do these on Friday night, but I was uh, out of town. <laughs> out of town. I wasn't here, so we're, we're doing it tonight. Um, we usually start the show off by uh, giving everybody the website address, which is projectdarkcorona.org. We are also Project Dark Corona on YouTube, Project Dark Corona on Spreaker, Project Dark Corona on Facebook, Project Dark Coro on Twitter, C O R O, <laughs> Coro. <clears throat> And um, then we're also on all kinds of other platforms as far as what platforms are we on? Uh, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, um, a bunch. I can't, I can't even name them. Pretty much any podcast platform. Just search for Project Dark Corona. Project Dark Corona. Project Dark Corona. <laughs> So, um, tonight we're going to be talking about Skinwalker Ranch. Yes. And, um, it's a big topic. This is a very big, I don't know if we, (laughs) it's popular too. It really is. It's getting its own show. Yep. History's got a new show coming out. Yeah. Called Skinwalker Ranch, isn't it? They're the hunt for Skinwalker Ranch or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So, um, that's going to be a pretty fascinating show, I think. What do you think? You think it's as fascinating uh, as our show? I think it would might be. Re- we're remarkably fascinating. They might just be fascinating. Okay, it might take a couple seasons to catch up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yes. Tell them where a Skinwalker place is, man. The Skinwalker Ranch. So. It is, Skinwalker Ranch is in uh, Utah. Um, Uinta County, Utah. Um, It's in the Uinta County Basin or something like that. Um, It's part, if I'm not mistaken, it's part of a, um, a a reservation. Yeah, it's like, um, I don't know how much of it, but it's, it's like 480 acres, 470 acres or something like that. Um, and it's near the, the, what is the name of the, 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 the reservation? It's like, a, um, you, you, Utah Valley reservation. It was created for the Ute, uh, Indians in October, 1861. By executive order of President Abraham Lincoln. Uh, the reservation, it commonly called the Ore Reservation, was created in January 1882. And in 1886, the two reservations were merged to become the uh, Uintah and Ore Reservation. For more than 150 years, the Ute have lived here have lived there on the reservation and it covers like 4.5 million acres. That's a lot of acres. Um, the Indians have long said that the bordering ranch, which is Skinwalker ranch. Um, they, they said that the boarding ranch is on the path of the Skinwalker. And for that reason, for that reason, have long been forbidden to go near the property. 
the Skinwalker is a malevolent, shape-shifting witch of the Navajo people. What do you think about that? That's... <clears throat> I know um, it has some crazy timelines as far as it goes um, on on the Skinwalker Ranch. Um, it goes back a lot further than what a lot of people might think. But I know, yep. th- I know that the Skinwalker itself is supposed to be... I guess they call them a witch. And from some of the stuff that I've noticed too, is that did you know that they actually had witch trials about the same time the uh, um, witch trials were going on overseas and that they ended up killing some four or 500 people themselves uh, uh, that were supposed witches. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That, it was <laughs> I mean, how would you have liked to have been around during that time? Uh, <laughs> Kill him. I'd have to be quarantined. <laughs> I'd be like, I got the coronavirus. <clears throat> Leave me alone. <laughs> but they say the skinwalker specifically is of the Navajo tribe. Right. Uh, Navajo medicine man, shaman, witch. Yep. Yeah, they said that the way to become one is that you have to kill a family member. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I could think of a few distant family members. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's but, for the next show. <laughs> yeah, before the the Ute moved to the reservation, they were they were fierce and warlike people who lived primarily in Utah, Colorado, and New Mexico. At one time, the Ute and the Navajo f- fought together against their common enemies, but later on the Ute acquired horses from the Spanish and they began to abduct Navajo people and sold them in the New Mexico slave market. So there's where it all went bad. Yeah, that's when they supposedly cursed them, wasn't it? Yeah. I think when the uh, Ute started helping the Spanish get rid of them. Navajo cursed them. I know, you know, um, we've had some, like you was talking about earlier, there was, you know, back in 1776, you had some Spanish explorers and stuff come through that area. Um, Dominguez and Escalante. Um, Then in the 1880s, you have several bands of the Ute tribe that was relocated to onto the reservation uh, surrounding Skinwalker Ranch. Um, in 1886, you had the military that finalized construction of a fort, and that fort was put there to really kind of watch the uh, the natives in that area um, because they were, you know, very warlike and liked to uh, kill white men that, that came onto their property. Yeah, I don't know if they just didn't know at that time because it was so early, you know, in meeting the natives but the natives are pretty serious people yeah <laughs> right um and don't 18- mess with the natives <laughs> well <clears throat> they put a curse on you yeah that's right that's still going on today uh, in 1886 you had the buffalo soldiers that were stationed at fork uh, at the fort um one particular soldier was also a mason and had connections to um, there's some Mason symbols that are etched on some rocks and stuff on Skinwalker Ranch that they have found. Hmm. Yeah. Um, in 1906 through 1911, they had underground rumblings and explosions that are heard both day and night around the ranch. Yeah. Um, I remember them saying that they heard a lot of sounded like heavy equipment. Under the ground, running and going on like something was going on underground. Yeah. That's crazy. But the ranch itself, which it takes its name from the shape, the shape shifting witches. It was the, it was first homestead by the Myers family in 1905 and first consisted of just a few small buildings on the northwest corner. Um, at the foot of a Skywalker Ridge, I think it's that's what they called it. 
Later, the original homestead was abandoned, and the Myers established a new home on the eastern side of the ranch. And by the 1930s, it was occupied by Kenneth John Myers and his wife, Edith Child Myers. They stayed on the property until 1987. During their occupancy, they made no reports of any strange occurrences, though some of their neighbors did. So I just wonder if they brought this to the ranch. You know, could have. You know. <clears throat> that was the very first people that lived on on that on the, the ranch. On the ranch itself. So John and Emma Myers. Who no. was the who was the uh, other family that bought it? Well, let's see. Nineteen eighty six. Yeah, you had in eighty six. You know, it doesn't say. Um, oh, I'm in ninety six. I think they they bought it. You know, I know that the people wanted to be left. Um, it might have been in the nineties. I thought it was early nineties when they bought it. Ninety four. Edith Child Myers died in 94 at age 88. Um, yep. Uh, they sold it to the Shermans, yep. And uh, after 94, the owner um, at age 88 died. And then her brother-in-law, Garth Gardner Myers, sold the property to the Shermans. Yep. Garth died in 2011, it says. So if they never, you know, had any strange incidences happening, why, when the Shermans bought it, you know, the couple, well, they they didn't even live on the. No one lived on the ranch for over like it was eight nine years or something. I know, but when they moved or somebody, dead bolted every door, yeah, and chained them and the windows, cabinets, even inside the house, yeah. And the, every door inside the house for every bedroom had deadbolts. Yeah. That's crazy. That would be crazy. How would you like to go into a house and see <laughs> all that? You'd be I like, would. Ah. How about let's uh, it's exit stage left. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I want to go. <laughs> now, there's all kinds of freaking... Uh, Stories from Skinwalker Ranch. Um, they have some in the from the mid nineties. I mean, all the way up till you know. I mean, Nids was there. Let's see here. That was uh, the Bigelow Company, wasn't it? That he yes, that he started um, because he wanted scientific proof. Then the government got involved somehow with him. Yes, now he's making. Um, Things for space stations and stuff. He's making spaceships. <laughs> Let's see. But that the day that the very same day uh, that the Shermans took over the the property, the family they spotted a large they spotted a large wolf or coyote. Yep. And a pastor. And then it came up to him and approached him, and. uh they was like petting it, and it was just rubbing all over him. It's, they said, it was like three foot tall or something. He said leg. he was six foot tall, and it was about chest high, yeah. the head. Yeah, so that probably about four foot then. Yeah. But, I mean, it, and the kids was wanting to keep it as a pet, and, and then it noticed, I guess he just bought these little calves, these prize calves that he was trying to raise. Yeah, he done black Angus, the black Angus calves. And it made its way over to that pen, and one of those calves' head was sticking out of the uh, the pen, and it grabbed it and tried to pull it. It grabbed it on the end of its nose and tried to pull it out of the, in between the bars. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's when, um, you know, they walked over to it. They said that they started hitting it and kicking it with sticks. Even one of them grabbed a baseball bat that they was offloading off of the truck, was hitting it with the baseball bat, and it didn't even phase it. It didn't even think that they were there. So the father told the son to go get his three fifty seven, 
his magnum and uh and so he comes over there and he shoots the thing three times point blank and and the animal just kind of stopped and just looked at him like what are you doing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it was like that didn't hurt yeah i mean and so it puzzled everybody because there was all kinds of people there yeah the whole what, family and it, and her father i think or something was wasn't there. no blood or nothing yeah so he asked his son to go in the house and get his his uh high-powered rifle he shoots it almost point blank three, two or three shots and blew a piece of the, of, of its fur off. And the thing just kind of walked, turned around and trotted off like it never even got hurt. And they went to start tracking it and, uh, they could follow the prints because they said that it was, um, had been raining. So, you know, and it was leaving some almost inch, inch deep impressions and they felt followed it, followed it, and all of a sudden the the prince just disappeared, like like they yeah, weren't even there no vanished. more. Yeah, that's just vanished. Also, when they picked, you know, they picked up that piece of flesh, it they shot off. It, it was just like it was rotten and smelled awful. Yeah, they said it smelled like like dead. You know, they they say ever uh, just about every um, culture old culture uh, like the egyptians they believe you know a similar thing with a hyena like a half man half hyena and then you got the werewolves and the indians have the skinwalkers yep and the skinwalkers they could actually take any form of like yeah. a bird or an uh any animal i got uh, a list of just what a skinwalker can do. <clears throat> Number one, a skinwalker is a person with the ability to transform into any different type of animal at will. Yeah. They say sometimes, like, if they was going to transform into a, a wolf or something like that, that they'd be wearing a wolf pelt or something. Yeah. That's crazy. And they would... Once they took that form, they would like get all their their speed, any ability that that animal had. They would they would have. Yeah. Plus, they would keep their if the if the medicine man was or the witch was strong enough and smart enough, he would get to keep his intellect. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, most of them are frequently seen as coyotes, wolves. Foxes, eagles, owls, or crows. So they can take bird form if they wanted to fly. Now, some can also steal the faces of different people and could appear as someone you might know. Oh, well, that would be crazy, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Jason, is this you doing the radio but, show with me? I don't know. Don't ever <laughs> lock eyes with me. Because a skinwalker, they can absorb themselves in your body and take control of your actions. I guess possess you. Yeah. Essentially. Being possessed. Don't look at me, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's pretty crazy, though. Yeah, I mean, if if you believe in all that uh, Navajo... Medicine man stuff, witches, uh, it's something else. You know, they say some rare skinwalkers can also, they have the ability to enhance the powder of corpses and use the substance as poison to dust on their victims. Wow, that, that's weird. It is. <laughs> I'll throw some powder on you. <laughs> they do have a i've heard that about the powder uh i didn't know that it came from the dust of corpses though no no the legend of the skinwalker originated from the navajo and uh it's a tribe in the southwestern native america and the navajo language the word skinwalker is yinagloshili and translates to he who walks on all fours. Oh. 
Yeah, there's some, you know, they've strange seen, things. They've seen a guy they call the Traveler um, at the ranch. The Traveler? Yeah, it's an ancient-looking native man dressed in primitive attire. He and his tribe once lived on the Skinwalker Ridge cliffs and upper canyons just northeast of the ranch house, where their bodies were rumored to be buried. He is said to have lost his family and entire tribe to the sky beasts, which came out of a bright light. He wears the skins of animals and resides within them as he travels about the ranch property. These include wolf, the coyote, and the eagle. And as a result of his contact with an alien interdimensional presence on the ranch, he now resides on the ranch and nearly and nearby properties as an ethereal ghost-like figure. Huh. Spooky. It kind of is spooky. Um, that's neat. Um, if anybody ever has any time, you could go on to uh, skinwalkerranch.org uh, and they've got more information than probably what you'd ever <laughs> ever even want to sit here and just... Uh, you know, set at one time and, and look at, but um, it has all kinds of stuff. And I think a lot of this, I can't say every bit of this, but I think a lot of this actually, um, Nids was there and has reported some of this too. So, you know, this, a lot of this stuff that's happened on this ranch, Nids was there, which is a, which are actual PhD scientists. And they were on there, uh, on there for I don't know what it was, almost ten years, maybe. Um, I can't remember, but they was there for a while. Yeah, and they and they were getting information and and actually, you know, uh, documenting all the strange stuff that was going on, as far as cattle mutilations, um, seeing the wolves every once in a while. I'm trying to remember what else um, they saw. I mean, it was pretty. Some pretty crazy stuff that happens there. It, this considered probably one of the most, um, the 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 biggest hot spot in the world because you don't just have one kind of things that happens there. You have multiple things like they have poltergeist activity. Um, the wife said that she would go in and say one thing that happened a few times is she'd put her the groceries away, she'd leave the kitchen go do some other stuff. She'd come back in. Bam. Everything was put back in the bags. Just like she brought it in from the car. Like she had never mm. put it up. Uh, yeah. I remember yeah. seeing that or reading it. Yeah. And then they said that like, if they was going to need a spatula for something or something like that, bam, it would come up missing. And then two or three days later, they would find it in a freezer or something. Um, you know, the, um, the, the husband, would be out digging pen, uh, fence posts, uh, using a fence post diggers, and he would turn around to do something and come back, and then the, the, the diggers were gone. You know, these things are like 70 pounds, and the, and the post hole diggers are gone, <laughs> just gone in a matter of a couple of seconds. And he would he'd go blaming his kids and stuff, you know, for it. But, um, you know, he, he tried to be, he tried not to think of any of this stuff as being, paranormal by by any means but after them living there for i think they was there for just under two years when they sold the property to bigelow yeah and if anybody don't know what nids is it's the national institute for discovery science yes and it was put together by bigelow yeah he it was privately owned financed and organized by real estate developer Robert Bigelow. Yep. He set it up to research and advance serious study of various science, paranormal topics, and ufology. There are a lot of UFO sightings there, too. Tons of UFO sightings and cattle mutilations. I mean, tons of cattle mutilations. Um, the one thing that I thought was kind of fascinating, too, and, and NIDS was even there when it happened, um, they saw something in one of the back fields. And so he took off with his rifle while well, the Nids got in a, in a truck and t- 
took off after him. He said he saw two objects. One was a huge beast covered in hair at the bottom of a tree. He shot it, and when it hit the ground, it just disappeared. And then there was something else that was kind of in the tree, but he said it had like foot-long yellow eyes. And uh, when Dang. yeah, and when he shot it, the the nids and everybody was there. They they seen this thing come out of the tree, and it had just had a fresh snow on the ground. Well, they couldn't find it, so then they called in a, a professional tracker to come in the next morning, and uh, he couldn't find anything, no blood or anything. But yet they found they did find one thing, and it was a track, and and they said when they took pictures of this track and uh, it actually, the only thing that they could come up with and, and by no means are they saying this is what it is, but when they researched and and looked at that track, they said the only thing that it could, they could get that would match it would be a Velociraptor track. Mm. Yeah. Some, you know, something else they said about the mutilations that uh, most of them, or some of them, they would, um, they shown unusually high levels. I mean, unusually high and low levels of vitamins in the tissue. And there was a presence of a chemical not ordinarily found in animal tissue. Really? I know some of those mutilations were just like one had a hole drilled through its eyeball all the way to its brain. And that was the that was the only thing wrong with the cow. For some reason, it had this perfect hole drilled through an eyeball all the way to its brain, like right someone cored it out right to the middle of it. Yeah. What about the one that drilled his rear end out? Yeah, they all the way to his to his stomach. They said it was like a perfect core sample, just whoosh, and it was just it was perfect. Somebody's got a lot of time on their hands, or they're <laughs> wanting to learn. Something really bad. Right. I don't know. I don't know why you go corn one out, but <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh I know uh there's there's some crazy crazy things that's happened there, like you know, they had the uh what was it, the blue orb that was circling around them and um uh, I think it was even in the house. Yeah. And then that one time he sicked his dogs on them, on that blue orb. Yeah. And uh, the it, it said they said that it was like it played with the dogs to try to get them to, to follow it. And when it got out of sight, um, he said he heard his dogs yipping like they were getting killed pretty much. And uh, next thing you know, it was dead quiet. And uh, he said it was too late at night and stuff, so he didn't want to go look for the dogs. He went back that next day and, and tracked over where, where it had went. And he said that there's three piles of, like, this goo stuff. And he was like, I guess that's my dogs. <laughs> uh-huh. I guess my dogs didn't make it much further than here. <laughs> yeah. You want to give out the call call, call in number? Call in number. I will. Um, if you have any questions or or uh, want to talk about anything, um, call in number is 865-773-8316. That is 865-773-8316. That's the call in number. Um, if anybody wants to talk about skinwalker ranch and uh jason actually come across some other stuff while while uh um studying about this too about some other places known as like skinwalker ridge was it or canyon canyon was one of them right yeah it it's right in the four corners in utah right i think it's in arizona maybe Arizona side of Four Corners? Somewhere in there. Uh, it's like a big parcel of land that's blocked off by the, the the I guess, the the Indian tribe that's there. I, the I don't Navajo, know. isn't it? 
I think it might have been the Navajo. Yeah. And uh, so you can walk up. You can't drive in there, but you can walk up to this cave where supposedly the Navajo witch done summoned the skinwalkers and stuff. And they said it's pretty paranormal too. <laughs> so, um, but it, it's really a lot of a lot of the Navajo. They don't want to talk about it. They're scared to talk about it for some reason. Yeah, I know that a lot. They said that a lot of the um, you'll try to talk to a lot of them about it, and they will. They'll just act like they don't know what you're talking about. That you really have to get to be friends with somebody before they will. Hey, we've got us a caller. Well, hello, Mr. Jeff. How you doing? I'm well, Mr. Dave. Mr. Jason, how are you? Pretty good. How you doing? Good. Getting weird. <laughs> it's weird in here. So what do you it's think? Getting weird everywhere. It's getting weird everywhere. I think. You know, I mean, we've talked for years about anomalies and uh, and uh, cryptozoological phenomenon, aliens and spirits and witches and stuff. And there is not a single place that I can think of, you know, other than the Bermuda Triangle or that is more notorious the Skinwalker Ranch. Just the phenomena that has been described over the last 50 years whenever it comes to... And one thing while we're talking about was with the um, cattle mutilations and things like that. Uh, not only was it like it seemed like a core sample was taken, but completely cauterized, but no burn marks. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the one, that's the one thing that makes it really weird. No burn marks, no blistering, no none of that. It yeah. was just like no blood loss at all either in any of these mutilations. None. Exactly. Unless uh, it was a a example that uh, in the mutilation, that's the only thing that was gone is that the animal was completely drained of blood. Right. You know, because there's stories of that as well. Yeah, that's true. So, this is absolutely a fascinating topic tonight, guys. I I I I, I appreciate the, uh, the the lividity of being on to something else right now. Right. Everyone needs a little something else to get their mind off of reality, huh? Right. Well, you know, and that's that's what we try to do. We we. We we touched the base I think twice on 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 a, a particular topic you know and I think um, I think it was time to to leave it alone and and find something else to talk about. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, it gets a little old. <laughs> that it does. What do you think about this uh, Indian witchcraft? Well, shaman has been practicing, uh, well, sacred medicine and rituals since before civilized man ever stepped on the scene, whether it was here in the United States or in Africa or, you know, just any of, anywhere across the world, witchcraft was nothing more than uh, what you know the original religions prior to uh, yeah I think Christianity it, I think it it was just another part of their spirituality you know uh, we're learning more and more from the shamans of the Amazon today that you know there's there's more to existence and there's uh, there's more to reality what human beings can perceive I mean if you if you Take, for example, when you're driving down the road and someone has struck a skunk and you, you know, you can smell it a mile away. Imagine and if you've ever had a, a pet dog, you know, the, the dog can smell things like a, like a shark smells blood and water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and realizing that there are things, limitations to our, uh, to our, to our ability to perceive, you know, it's like, uh, it's a sense we haven't developed yet. Right. It's like we, we developed technology and seeing infrared and different, uh, different spectrums of light that we're only now starting to discover things, uh, that are beyond our senses. So, and I, I believe that there's many layers, multiple dimensions beyond that. And that's one thing that, you know, Skinwalker Ranch, whether it's, whether it's malevolent or whether it's just the portal or whether it's just a, just a place where those type of things occur, you know, we're starting, we're starting to unlock some things about reality that we had no idea existed. A lot of people take reality as face value, you know. Right. And and I believe you all touched on this on a few times about the, the power of children, how children can perceive things up to a point until people tell them, no, that doesn't exist. Right. Until they're ostracized for believing in such a thing. So I think, uh, I, I think our current world is in flux and we're going to see, you know, Skinwalker Ranch is just a, tip of the iceberg I think we're going to be seeing things uh, things beyond uh, Skinwalker Ranch experience throughout the entire world in the upcoming uh, uh, years I think it's just starting to dial up well you know you was kind of uh, talking about you know interdimensional stuff and stuff like that and that's what they were you know NIDS and stuff like that was kind of touching on about this place is that it could very well be that um, these are interdimensional beings coming in and uh, and and coming into this area uh, for whatever reason. Um, one of the things that was spotted one time um, was late at night. Um, he was setting, he, he would pick a spot and sneak there before it would get dark and stuff and hide out under bushes and stuff like that just to see what he could see. And, uh, and these two Nid guys... We're sitting up on this top of this hill, and they saw this ball of light, but they could only at first see it through the infrared or something. But it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and at one point it got to where it was about four foot around. And at that point, they could see it with their naked eye pretty well. Well, then they saw this dark, huge creature come out of this thing, like crawling out at it, and then step out and uh walk off and they said it almost they could have almost thought that it was a uh a, a bigfoot but they said it was dark and they couldn't really see if it had hair or what what it had but they said that the thing was, had to be every bit of you know seven foot or so when he got out of that thing and stood next to where that where that you know four foot hole in in the <laughs> in the air it's came a out of rip in a space-time continuum <laughs> that's it and then they said slowly it, it went away um, and, and was gone. And um, and so they said if they're scared till almost dawn to move too much because of the fact that they didn't know what just came out of that hole. <laughs> yeah, they said it was like army crawling out of it. Yeah, it was on, on its, its elbows. Yeah. <laughs> Bring on the weird. That's it. Well, I mean, you you mentioned it, and it was funny because that's actually, you know, one of the things that they were thinking is possible is interdimensional Mm -hmm. beings. Well, you know, with our perception of what things are, so being so limited, maybe something even further beyond that. You know, more recently people starting to, or scientists and mathematicians and everything, starting to agree that, you know, there is a great possibility that our existence itself is a, is a simulation. Oh, yeah. And, it, and, and, and if anyone's ever played game theory or even moderate iterations of simulations of uh, life and stuff, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever played any video games, but usually you've got a modder who's going to uh, go into a lobby and change something in there. You know, you'd be playing a basic video game, and all of a sudden you've got, you know, 
40 foot giants walking around or you've got an alien spaceship or anything else. And you have to wonder if this was a simulation, granted a very complicated one. And then where we are, if we are even sentient within it, you know, something on a higher plane or even a lower plane from this, it would be very feasible that they would hack the simulation and mess with it. You know, you, you can, uh, Jason, you can ask David, I've got some very far out ideas about what reality actually is. Well, there's and a, I think there, we may- there's a pretty big following for that, um, simulation theory. Okay. I, I, I'm more and more, more and more think that, uh, you know, and this stretches out, you know, I'm not trying to change the topic. I mean, it stretches out to even in Walker Ranch or any of the other anomalies that we, uh, look into on a regular basis. It, you know, when things are beyond our comprehension, you look at things life as being, or as reality as being one way, and something completely out of the blue, you know, shakes it to its core. You have to stop and wonder, okay, was that actually an anomaly? Or is that actually giving me a glimpse to what the true nature of reality really is? Yeah. But I think it's more the latter. I think really we are blinded to the true reality that we're living in or further aspects beyond what we see with our normal senses. Yeah. Gentlemen, I'll probably call back later uh, in the show, but I just want to say you're doing a great job. I enjoy it. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Yep, we'll see you later. Thank you, you, Jason. Thank you, Jeff. Well, you're welcome, David. Thank you, Jason, for saying that to Jeff. Hey, Jim, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) You guys keep up the good work. We'll talk to you after a while. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Bye. Bye. You know, he's... He's on the right track with that. You know, Elon Musk yeah. thinks that too about yeah. the simulation. Or he said it could be. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. I don't know. I'm we Jeff and I have some long discussions on that sometimes, you know. I the only problem I have with it <clears throat> is that it would have to be one heck of a simulation for us down here to be doing bi- 7 billion people doing 7 billion different things. And I mean, <laughs> just think about your computer running a simulation with just 7 billion things going on. However, it wanted to do it. Well, they could, they could be like one player and 699 <laughs> million bots you know <laughs> that still take up a lot of <laughs> oh, i don't yeah. know uh we we have some good discussions on that though I, I i don't never rule anything out i just try to play devil's advocate sometimes i think it's good for conversation um you have anything else you want to go to a break yeah let's take a break and We'll come back. Go to a break. All right. We're going to a break. We'll come back here in a minute. Woo. We're back. That was a quick break. I mean, it seemed like we just barely started it and it was done. Yep. We're back. (laughs) So, um, you know, the Skinwalker Ranch is a great topic. Um. It has all, it has a little bit of everything. It has paranormal, you have orbs, you have cattle mutilations, you've got UFOs, and not just one person seeing it, but tons of people seeing this stuff. Even their neighbors were privy to most of the stuff that went on and, uh, and stuff. And George Knapp wrote a book. Um, did you get the link that I sent you? Did you download it yet? No. Um, you have to download it. It's a, it's a good book. Um, in search of skinwalkers in search of skinwalkers. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's about, it's 
it's actually um, written with one of the guys that uh, was part of the Neds team. He was a doctor. Um, yeah. Do you remember his name? Um, no, but I know he worked with George. They both worked together writing it. I can't think of his name, but, you know, I was thinking we got our own Skinwalker Ranch right here. Do we? In this area. Called Dead Man's Farm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, I know one year they did it to where you could shoot them with, with freaking paintball, paintball guns. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. I I wanted to go, but I never did. But, um, no, uh, really look up that book. Um, I, I read it this week, and it was actually a really fascinating book. Um, it wasn't a, a long book either. Um, it didn't take eight hours or so to read, I think from front to back. So it's, it's not a, a huge book. Um, we might be going off of this topic and onto something else. Um, unless someone else wants to call in real quick, uh, eight, six, five, seven, seven, three, 83, 16. That's eight, six, five, seven, seven, three, eight, three, one, six. Um, if you want to give us a call, um, and talk about some of the, some of the crazy stuff that happens here, some of the um, things that that's gone on as far as cattle mutilations, because they had all kinds of cattle mutilations. They had a one where they were going and checking some of the babies that had been born, and uh, they went walked up to this mother and, and baby and checked it. Everything was fine with it. Started walking off down the field towards the next one. They said they got him, and it was him and his wife. And they said they got no more than about two hundred yards away. And the mother started jump jumped up and started just acting crazy, and um, they turned around and ran back over there. Now, mind you, they just left there. Baby's fine, everything's good. And when they get back to the scene, about sixty pounds of flesh and meat had been surgically cut and removed from this baby cow. Not a drop of blood anywhere. That's crazy. If that doesn't fall into the weird, you know. Yeah, I mean, most of those mutilations, there's no blood at all. Mm-mm. That author is column A. Kelliner. Kelleher. Kelleher. Okay. Yep. PhD, right? Yep. Doctor. He was a uh, scientific expert with the NIDS. Yeah. Yep. I know it was it was um it was a good book to read and um it would take us forever to go over just half of the stuff that that they found while they were there um nids while they were there locked the place down like it was Fort Knox I mean um they had armed security guards put up you know privacy fences and I mean had cameras and all kinds of stuff everywhere um and uh and we're catching some stuff and then some stuff was elusive to the cameras but the nids researchers themselves saw it yeah they said the 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 activity would move around yeah yeah like to different spots uh sort of like and they also said it was sort of like uh its own was like the Bermuda Triangle or something yes. like that. Yeah, they were talking about that, how it against something else and something else, if you looked at it, that there's all kinds of activity that happened between this so-called yeah, triangle. Yeah, like crop circles and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah they, they said that um, they even found where something had, over the night, um, had perfectly dug six foot circular holes six foot deep like two or three of them and and that baffled them as far as you know what 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 is it that they're searching for you know is it something mineral or or what is it but but yeah it's uh i don't know the 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 stuff that they 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 found at this place is is really crazy like i said definitely read the book um this skinwalkerranch.org um, has all kinds of stuff on it, um, maps, 
um, hot spots, um, talks about the entities, um, talks about the the stories of the uh, on the ranch that happened, and it even has a place for the timeline. So you could go on and see what happened, you know, from the time that the ranch itself, like Jason was talking about earlier, you know, came into even being, and who's owned it and and everything else. Yeah. Um. I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> Woo! Hello? Jason? Ken Walker Ranch. Jason, are you here? Hello? Jason? <laughs> Jason? Jason? Where I are you? don't have anything else. Oh. <laughs> so, what's another? Well, I don't know, but we did want to talk about a couple of things, right? We wanted yeah. to go ahead and mention, uh, first of all, we wanted to mention our email address is Project Dark Corona. At gmail.com, right? Yes. And we was hoping to get people to email us their strange stories, paranormal, UFO, whatever it is. And you know, I know Jeff Reagan has one. We want to hear about it. Um, we want to make a show about it. We want one whole show about you guys, what you guys have seen, no matter what it is, or witnessed. And if you want to tell it in your own voice, then when we do the show, you know, we could have you call in and actually tell the story yourself, or you could write it to us and we'll tell it, um, either or, you know, um, we're, we're fine with either or, but we was definitely wanting to do a show with that. Um, so, you know, remember that's project dark Corona at gmail.com. Um, was also going to tell you that next week. Next week. Oh, oh you're still What there. week was it? I think next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> next week, uh, we will not have a show. I know all you fabulous, wonderful listeners out there. By the millions, all, all you millions, all you hundreds of millions are going to be so disappointed. Yes, yeah, we're sorry, um, but you know it's it's just family stuff, and and uh, and so we're going to take next week off, um, but we will be back. Oh yeah, we just got a, a couple of things we got to do. Yeah, go take care of some stuff. <laughs> Um, but no, we're going to get some stuff taken care of. So next week we will not do a show. Um, we will go, the bunker will go dark. (laughs) Wrong button. Uh Sad face, sad face. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) But you know, you won't hear anything about Coroni. But you, uh, you can still go listen to some of our previous episodes. Yes. Yeah. Go uh, we got. Go on to YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Spreaker even has some, but you go on to YouTube and it's got them all there. And you know, you want to go listen to them. Yeah. Projectdarkcorona.org. YouTube. Yeah. Spreaker. You go on projectdarkcorona.org and sign up and become a member. Yes. Facebook also. I think it has. Yeah. A few on it. Yeah, actually go to Facebook and, you know, like us. Yeah, Come like f- our page. Like our page. Like us. Please. <laughs> um, the same thing with um, with the uh, YouTube. Uh, go on there and like the page. And um, what else do you do there? You like them. You got to subscribe. Hit the subscriber button. Subscribe is, yes. yeah, I think it's YouTube, yeah. Yep, yep. Hit the subscriber button, and and then you can like the videos, which we don't have videos, but. And you can comment, and you can tell us yeah. what you think. Yep. And if anybody does want to um, have a specific show or has something that, that's interesting to them that's paranormal or, or whatever and, and would like to hear a show about it, you know, you could definitely write us either on our on our. Uh, one of our pages, um, or you could write us an email because we would like to. Yeah, we want to get some email. Yeah, I'd like to get some email. 
from a listener. That'd be pretty cool. I know we ain't got one yet. No, we don't have cool listeners, I guess. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I did it that time. No, what it is is about everybody that listens actually has our number, so they just call us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, so with that stuff out of the way, um, we've already done about an hour, haven't we? Yeah, I believe it's time to shut her down. So this week was brought to you by David and Jason. <laughs> Shake and bake. <laughs> Shake and bake. <laughs> so um So we're sitting in here just talking to ourselves, really. I mean That's what we're doing. We we're just looking- ate a big old fat, juicy burger. Mm. Oh man, those burgers were good. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. We got more left too. <laughs> Kudos to the cook. <laughs> Yes. Mm. We even had donated meat. I know. <laughs> free free cow. Uh, from our mutilation friends. <laughs> yes. From from the guys that we talk about all the time. They uh, sometimes bring us a meat. They tell us it's cow. Whatever it is, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff. <laughs> all right. Remember, next week, no show. But uh, we'll be back the following week. And email us, projectdarkcorona at gmail.com. Go to the Facebook page at Project Dark Corona, YouTube, Project Dark Corona, <laughs> and projectdarkcorona.org. And one more, we got one more, Project Dark C-O-R-O. If you want to tweet us a tweet. Tweety tweet. <laughs> All right. That's it. I'm out of here. All right. Well, it's great show. Fun. Good show. Good show. Yeah. Thank you. Great audience. This this the audience. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're out of here. And uh, we won't see you next week. Or maybe we will. Or maybe we won't. Mm. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, we've done told them no, so. But you know, I am going to drink another beer. Not me, boss. I'm full. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're going to be out of here. Um, just remember, if you uh, if you just miss our voices that much, go back and listen to some of our older episodes. They're really good. Is our We the People up? Yeah, it's still up. I would say listen to the We the People one. That's that's really good. Or you can listen to old Matt Sieber there at East Tennessee Bigfoot. Right. We got a couple of his on here. We got two of his and then they are fascinating. East Tennessee Bigfoot dot org. That's it. Matt Sieber. We'll have him back on, on the show sometime soon. Um we're gonna try to we're trying to get some some other people to come on the show. Um we got some fillers out, so it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. We've got a, maybe a paranormal group could come on the show. That'd be good. We like that. Tell us about some lockdowns. Ooh. See, All that's right. that, that's the stuff I look forward to. <laughs> All right, guys. We're out of here, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Peace. Project Arcarona presents Project Arcarona Radio. Coming to you live from an undisclosed location deep in the Appalachian Mountains of Dreams. Project Arcarona presents Project Arcarona Radio. Coming to you live from an undisclosed location deep in the Appalachian Mountains of Dreams of Dreams Project Arcarona presents Project Arcarona Radio. Coming to you live from an undisclosed location deep in the Appalachian Mountains to bring you the unknown Project Dark Corona. Project Dark Corona presents Project Dark Corona Radio. Coming to you live from an undisclosed location deep in the Appalachian Mountains to bring you the unknown Project Dark Corona. Project Dark Corona Radio. 
Project Dark Corona presents Project Dark Corona Radio.